Well, this is J.P. Salibi. I'm a functional medicine physician in South Carolina and part of a new program with the FLCCC entitled Whole Body Health with Dr. Salibi. And today I have one of my first guests on this program, Scott Marsland. So Scott is a family nurse practitioner practicing in New York State, and he's joining me today to discuss a type of N-acetylcysteine or NAC. And uh, Scott, why don't you take a minute to uh, introduce yourself? Hi, JP. Great to see you. So I am, as you said, family nurse practitioner. I'm partners of Dr. Pierre Corey. We opened up a telemedicine practice back February of 2022. And we see general medicine patients, but we primarily focus on patients of long COVID and patients with vaccine injury from the COVID shots. So today's topic, we're going to focus because there were a lot of questions coming in to the FLCCC on the Wednesday night program about what is NAC or N-acetyl-L-cysteine, or in this case, we're going to focus on a particular brand of augmented NAC called NAC Augmentata. And why don't you pronounce it? Because you do a great job in that Italian pronunciation. Right. NAC Augmentata. I've got a good American accent. (laughs) Good. All right. Well, let's dive into what that's used for, how it may be better than some other standard uh, preparations. Well, my good friend JP Salibi taught me that normal NAC has a short shelf life, that when you first open it up, it can be potent in the first week, the second week, it's good. The third week, it's okay. By the fourth week, maybe not so much. And the good folks of zerospike.org, which is an Italian organization, which is a nonprofit, which I think is significant in these current times. It's a very small team of about 10 people. And there is a techie entrepreneur named Fabio who led the team. And they started off with a long list of therapeutics to basically neutralize the spike. I mean, I think they had 200 items on the list. When they got to NAC, what they did was in the lab, they would take type of cell, stem cells, and they would expose it to spike. And then they would treat it with the thing that they were testing, right? In this case, NAC. And what they found was that in a 24-hour period, the normal NAC broke down about 10 to 15% of the spike. So then they created something called NAC Augmentata. The way that I explain this to patients is because a lot of people are familiar with Kevlar, right? Mm -hmm. Kevlar that you see police officers wear as part of their bulletproof gear. The way that Kevlar is created in some ways is a similar process. It's based on quantum physics and you basically manipulate the molecule of something to make it very concentrated and organized. And so with Kevlar, they organize the carbon atom. With NAC augmentata, they organize NAC. So they utilizing quantum physics and a process that made it more organized and effective, they treated cells that had stem cells that were infected with spike. And what they found was that in a 24-hour period, 99.8% of the spike was neutralized. 99.8. And the way that they validated this was that they had a urine test which would pick up the results of the breakdown of the spike. The way I explain this to patients is say, you have a dusty rug and you take it outside and you shake it and a whole bunch of dust goes up in the air. (laughs) And anybody watching would say, yeah, they're beating a dusty rug. There's dust in the air. So you would know that's what someone had done. So when the NAC augmentata breaks down spike, it breaks it into almost a hundred different fragments. 
And that gets into the bloodstream and it goes to the liver and the liver breaks it down. And about a week, eight days later, you check it in the urine and you start to see the evidence. Wow. That's fascinating. That's absolutely fascinating. So a good clinical application to quantum physics. So, you know, N-acetylcysteine or NAC is an amino acid. It's uh, got a cysteine in it. And that is what is used in the clinical setting in the emergency room for overdoses of acetaminophen or Tylenol. It acts as a very potent antioxidant. And it also is on the journey to making glutathione. So what else, is there a mechanism of action and how this works against the spike? The explanation that I understand from the Italian team is that it breaks bond between the spike protein and ACE2 receptors. It's a disulfide bond. And to visualize it, to say if my two fingers were an ACE2 receptor and this was the spike protein, when the NAC augmentat affects the spike, it actually denatures it and then it falls off. Immediately, like 30% will just fall off. And then over time, the rest of it falls off. But it's that bond that's broken, which causes this spike to, to detach from the ACE2 receptor. So what sort of dosing regimen do you prescribe initially for your patients with this particular product? I treat this therapeutic with tremendous respect because of its potency. And some patients who have sulfa allergies, they may not tolerate it as well at first. And so another thing I've learned from my friend J.P. Salibi is to go low and slow. And so when I counsel patients around starting it, I suggest please take one dose of it every three days for, let's say, three doses. And if you're fine with that, do it every other day. And if you're fine with that, do it daily. And if you're fine with that, we go up to twice a day. There are some patients who even need to break open the capsule and just take a smidgen of it just to see how they're going to respond to it. Yeah, it, it is uh, those with uh, CBS variants. So CBS is a genetic marker. If you have uh, variants on that or any of the CBS class of genes, you may be sensitive to sulfur-containing agents of which you know glutathione, alpha-lipoic acid, and NAC are. And there are some toxicities and really high dose. There was a study that exposed folks to over a hundred grams. So that's a huge dose. And it found that people with G6PD deficiency had issues. It could be some hemolysis, but nobody's going to prescribe that big a dose. Typically this product is what, is it 400 milligrams per capsule? It's actually 200 milligrams per capsule. And the Italian team recommends that people who are vaccinated and vaccine injured take it twice a day for at least three months to try and clear the spike from their bodies. My clinical experience is that we probably need to use that for longer for many patients. Yeah, I think we're finding that out with almost every agent. Uh, we seem to be pulling people off too quickly. But very interesting. Of course, the NEC was attacked back in December of 22 when the FDA tried to come in and, and ban it. Their argument was that it was used as a drug a mucomist in the ER for acetaminophen poisoning or for as a mucolytic for folks with lung disease. And because it was used as a drug first, it kind of trumped its use for being an over-the-counter supplement. But that didn't fly because I think it's miscategorized. It's actually a natural occurring product and it should be classified as a medical food, not a drug. 
So it is readily available. So Scott, tell us the cost of this per month. Let's say a month supply, what would that be? In terms of cost, I have to explain where you can get it, right? As far as I am aware, there's two main ways to get it. One is to order it directly from Italy. You can go to zerospike.org and on the website is essentially $90 and about $50 shipping for a bottle of 90 capsules. So if you're taking it twice a day, that's a month and a half worth for $90. If you are in the United States, there's a pharmacy in New York called Vita Health Apothecary, and they carry it. And I believe that they charge $90 also, but you would save at least $30 on the shipping because it's not coming from, and it would get too faster because it's not coming from Europe. Yeah, that's where I've been sending my patients to. It's Vita Health Apothecary in New York. And uh, we'll try to post those links as part of this presentation as well. So anything else, Scott, in some closing remarks? I use the term game changer when I refer to the NAC Augmentata, because when we started using this therapeutic months ago, the vast majority of patients saw significant benefit from it. And I, I think part of that is reflected in its benefit for neurological and neuropathic symptoms. And as much as I love ivermectin, because I love it and we use it, ivermectin is a gorilla of a molecule and it can't cross the blood-brain barrier. It can't get into the brain. So NAC really shines there because it can get into the brain and it can break down spike in the brain. So many neurological symptoms that people have, like memory issues and fatigue, can be helped by using the NAC. Yeah, well, probably like you, I am seeing a lot of neurological post-COVID or post-vaccine injured folks. And you know, getting an agent to cross the blood-brain barrier is definitely important. Well, thank you, Scott, so much for joining me on this episode. Loved having you as my inaugural guest. So we are going to close out this episode. Again, this is Whole Body Health with Dr. Salibi, and we'll see you all next time.